There's an old saying that says, to love and be loved is the greatest joy on earth. You know, I I think that love is the greatest gift we can give someone else. And I also think love is the greatest gift we can receive from someone else. We're going to talk about friendship today. Thanks so much for joining me on the Sandra Hartstone Show. I've got love and friendship on my mind because I said goodbye to a dear friend this week. I'm missing her, and I'm thinking a lot about our time we spent together and all the talks we had. (laughs) You know, as women, we need our women friends, that's for sure. And um, I want to share something with you that I shared at her memorial service because I think it's absolutely beautiful, and it really describes what real friendships are to be about. This is a poem written by someone called Henry Nguyen, and it's called Be a Real Friend. True friendships are lasting because true love is eternal. A friendship in which heart speaks to heart is a gift from God, and no gift that comes from God is temporary or occasional. All that comes from God participates in God's eternal life. Love between people, when given by God, is stronger than death. In this sense, true friendships continue beyond the boundary of death. When you have loved deeply, that love can grow even stronger after the death of the person you love. After all, this is the core message of Jesus. When Jesus died, the disciples' friendship with him didn't diminish. On the contrary, it grew. This is what the sending of the Spirit was all about. The Spirit of Jesus made Jesus' friendship with his disciples everlasting, stronger, and more intimate than before his death. That is what Paul experienced when he said, It is no longer I, but Christ living in me. You have to trust that every true friendship has no end, that a communion of saints exists among all those living and dead who have truly loved God and one another. You know from experience how real this is. Those you have loved deeply and who have died live on in you, not just as memories, but as real presences. Dare to love and be a real friend. The love you give and receive is a reality that will lead you closer and closer to God, as well as to those whom God has given you to love. I just think that's a beautiful poem. And it's it's true. It's really true. You know, my friendship with my sweet friend Victoria Salcedo did this for me. I learned a lot about the love of God walking through her. She she had cancer and it was it was tough watching her decline. But what I saw in love as as friends rallied around her and prayed for her and loved on her and supported her, I could see the power of love. I mean, it was so strong. At one point, we actually thought she was rallying and getting better. Well, in fact, she wasn't. It was just the fact that love was so powerful that it it just like filled her up and lifted her up. She said at one point, the the there was so much love from so much people she just felt like rivers of living water were flowing over her from all of the love that was being poured out to her friends that's powerful that is so powerful you know i don't i just don't think there's any greater gift we can give someone else than to give them the confidence to understand that someone loves them god loves them 
and we love them. You know, and we know that God loves us, but we're human beings, and sometimes we just need the arms of another person around us. We just need a hug from someone. We just need a smile from someone. We just need conversation with someone. We just need someone's actions to say, I love you. When my friend was diagnosed two years ago, I made a commitment that I would walk through this with her. Whether she was healed or not healed, I was going to walk with her. And I I did this because I thought it was what I could do for our friendship for her. But let me tell you something. In God's economy, everybody wins. And I, I begin to think at some point, you know what? I think this is really for me because it has changed me. It has changed me from the inside out. It has made me really stop and evaluate so many of my relationships, even in my family. Am I being loving? Am I doing the right thing? Do they know I love them? Am I living with a heart of gratitude? You know, my friend in her journal, she would write every day and she would even say, God, thank you for food to eat. Thank you for the warm sunshine. Thank you for my puppies. Thank you for, you know, she just wanted to live with the heart of gratitude and she never complained or said, why me or moaned or even whined when she hurt so bad. And you talk about a brave soldier, but the woman loved Jesus with everything in her. She really did live for an audience of one, the one, the one and only. And that's the way I want to live my life. And at the end of my life, I want my family, my children, my grandchildren, my friends, I want people to say she loved well. That is my goal. I want it to be known that I loved well. And it's not because that's what I want people to say about me, because I want them to feel in their heart she loved me well. I remember one time while sitting at my edited table working on a film, I remember being interrupted. I, I could feel God's presence in the room. I felt him say to me, Sandra, it's not so much where you end up that matters to me. It's how you treat people along the way. I will never, ever forget that. And I think about it constantly. How we treat people is what matters to him. And I think when it is our time, to stand before the King of glory and we see our life in replay and we see what we did with our life. I think what's going to matter are those probably those moments we don't even remember. You know, when, when we're in the store and someone needs help getting something off a top shelf that maybe is in a wheelchair or whatever, and we stop and help this person without even thinking about it, I bet you anything, these are the moments that's going to show up as the important ones in our life. It's the small little things we do out of love with expecting nothing in return and not needing anything in return. It's just being a loving person. Jesus said, there's two greatest commandments. The first one is to love the Lord, your God with all your heart. And the second is to love your fellow man as you love yourself. And you know why he gave us those commands? It wasn't because they were demanding we love God. What he was saying is you want the best life. You want to be the most fulfilled. You want to have the most joy. You want to be the happiest you can be. This is how you do it. You love your creator with all your heart, with all your heart. And out of that love comes for your fellow man. Because when we pour out is when we get the most back. When we're selfless is when we gain the most. 
God's economy, this is just the way it is. It is truly, if you want to receive, you give. But you don't give it with a motive to get back. You do it because that's what's in your heart and that's what comes back. Just like me loving my friend. I did it because I loved her. And in the end, it changed me. It changed me. I hope it gave her some peace and it gave her some joy that she had someone that loved her and would stand by her no matter what. But she changed me. So for that, I say thank you to Victoria. And I say thank you to God for teaching me this and for giving me this very special place in my friend's life to be there for my friend and to help her through. It meant a lot to me. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget the conversations that went on between us and what God did in both of us. So I want to encourage you today to treasure those people in your life. Love the people in your life and even love the people around you. You know, we're all afraid of being exposed or being, you know, authentic or being real or vulnerable. And we also want people to be drawn to us. Well, you know what? That's exactly what draws people to you is when you're real and when you're authentic. Look, guys, we're all in this together. We all love our children with all our hearts. We all make mistakes. We all get angry. We all do things. We're all in this together, guys. We all make mistakes and we all do awesome things. So today I want to encourage you to be a lover of God and lover of your fellow man. Treasure one another. Because in the end, that's what we're going to take with us into eternity. And that's what we're always going to remember is the love we felt and the love we gave. So God bless you. I'll see you next time.